When you look at the challenge of ditching your job based on where you are right now, what your income looks like and what your skill set looks like, making the transition can feel impossible. But you see it all the time. People are able to successfully make that transition. They are able to get out of their jobs and have their businesses. What is a distinguishing factor among all these people who are able to ditch their jobs? The answer is creativity. And we are going to talk about how to unleash your creativity because even though the outlook, if it doesn't look so good now for you, creativity will create new outcomes and allow you to look at opportunities you haven't really looked at as much. So our guest who's an expert on this topic is a transformational speaker, author, and ACAA qualified accountant who's on a global mission to help individuals who feel inferior and have given up on their dreams to think freely, create unapologetically, and live abundantly. He helps people who feel stuck in their career or life journey to break away from the norm and find new paths that reveal their true value. Our guest who joins us on this episode is none other than Robert Bell. Robert, welcome to the show. Yeah, that's, that's up. I'm happy to be here, man. Thank you so much. Robert, it's a pleasure to have you on Ditch the Job, and creativity is one of those areas we have to tap into to find these new opportunities and think better solutions to the problems that we have. So I'm wondering if you could share with us, like, do you have exercises you recommend for people to build up their creativity muscle, or is it something that uh, we are born with? Uh, both. <laughs> I have exercises and it is something that we are born with. So my exercises direct us back to what our brains or what our lives are supposed to be in the first place. That, that's everything that it is. It's, it's not something you have to fight to do. It's not something you have to master to do. It's just something that your body's ready to do, but you just got to put it in a position to do it. And I do feel like, you know, when you ask questions, you do come up with solutions and the deeper you ask questions the better types of solutions you're able to come up with and uh, there are a lot of people listening who they are in that transitional phase and they feel like they're stuck what would you recommend for people who feel a little stuck and how we can use creativity to find a better pathway don't be in a hurry to get unstuck don't <laughs> because when when you when you when you're unstuck, when you're in that position, when you're so eager to get unstuck, you're going to pick the easiest option out. You're going to pick the easy road out because you just want to leave where, you're, leave where you are. You, you don't really have that desire to get to somewhere where you need to be. So you first need to decide where is it that you want to be. Not necessarily a specific place, but you just need to know um, where you is that you don't want to be anymore. Because if you get unstuck today, in quotes, some people get unstuck by going back to school, doing a master's or doing something else and get right back stuck, stuck once again. And it's just a very virtual cycle. So you have to identify what is this loop? What is this cycle that you're in so that you can then prepare yourself to get unstuck? You have to first identify what's really holding me back. Is it really my boss? Is it really my job? Mm. Or is there something I'm doing or not doing that's really getting me stuck? You know, and it's usually the mindset. I love how Robert breaks down that definition of unstuck because 
with Unstuck, you know, you can accelerate, you can do all the things necessary to ditch your job, you get unstuck by starting a business. But if you don't think about what are your loops, what are your habit patterns, getting unstuck can just delay you getting back to this, I feel stuck phase, which you should be in, uh, in certain scenarios. So I've had some people on the show who like, I ditched my job, I started my business, then I realized, oh, I need to go back into my job. So you see people, uh, they <laughs> think that their transition went smoothly, but then they find themselves back because uh, a job is that, you know, you have the salary, you have the consistent income, maybe something you hate, but you have the consistent income and that's the way people think. And if you're at a job you love, I always say, by all means, go for it. Like if you love your job, you love everything about it, stay there. But this is more for people who don't like their jobs. And how can we determine if we're getting unstuck the right way? Because you mentioned going back to school. I think that's a great example. And in the moment, it could be, oh, like I, I, I'm, I'm doing something. I'm making progress. So this is going to be my big moment and series of wins. How can we get unstuck the right way? You, you have to be willing to shut the door behind you. You have to be willing to shut the door behind you. Um, let me even use my own example. So when I decided to quit my job, I shut the door. I, 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 had, I was married at the time. I'm still married. <laughs> and I had, we had one child. And I told my family, look, I am not going back for another job. We have to prepare ourselves. I have no idea how long this is going to take. But put yourself on notice because I am not, absolutely not going back. And of course, the follow-up question would be, so what are you going to do? I have no idea. I just know that that option is totally off the table. So I push myself in a position to look for the solution that will help me, you know, detaching myself from trying to find something better than the job. You know, usually when we get stuck, we're trying to find something better than where we are. What you need to find is what's best for you. And sometimes the step to get unstuck is actually will be harder than in this position that you're in and getting stuck. So let's say you leave your job and you start a business. It's, it's a lot of work to start a business, you know, you, and then people realize, hey, like what you said earlier, whoa, this, this is really tough. I think let me just, you know, go back to work. So number one thing you want to do when you want to get unstuck is first define for yourself or shut the door behind you and tell yourself, you know what, that is not an option anymore. You have to tell yourself the position I'm in is not an option anymore. I don't care even if it has good things about it. it the job gives you salary, gives me benefit, that's great. But if you do a submission and balance out everything, it's not meant for you. So you have to tell yourself that's not an option anymore and just put your mind to work to find a solution that will suit you. And I really like how you mentioned closing the door because there is a point in every ditch the job journey where you do have to shut the door and some people are really ready to close that door and then you get the people do it too early and then they reopen the door which is something you should never do once you commit to closing it and then you have people who they've been ready from a financial standpoint to ditch their job within five like five years ago but now they're finally starting to do it so we have this famous metaphor of burning the boats and we also have this idea of side hustles. So I'm wondering how do we figure out like managing that transition so that when we ditch our job, we're truly out, we don't go back, the door shut behind us and we threw away the key. 
how do we like have that perfect balance and not uh, not rushing it either? That's that's a that's a great question because it does require balance. Um, depends on your risk appetite. If you're a risk taker, you could just jump. You have no clue what's happening. But most of us may not fall into that category. So two things come out. One, it, this is my personal mantra because I went through that journey. Uh, I call it MAMI, M-A-M-I. It stands for minor adjustments that give you major improvements. So you need to look for some very minor steps that you can start making, that you can start doing, like what you mentioned, side hustling, that can get you there. So if you've been ready to make that jump five years ago, you need to now start making that incremental step away from closing the door, right? You need to get yourself ready and mentally prepared. Because let's face it, the reason why we're stuck the reason why we want to move is because we're not fully utilizing the skills that we have. We're not challenging ourselves. And there's going to be a part of us that we've not used before or has not been using that needs to be activated right now. And that's why a lot of us, when we close the door, we want to go back and open it again because we want to go back to an area that's familiar. We want to go back to an area that's comfortable where we know how to operate. And number two, this is where creativity comes in because creativity helps us to stay calm during uncertainty. It helps us to think through the, the solution. So you need to start practicing creative expressions, creative outlets right now that to train yourself how to stay calm with uncertainty. So one thing I normally tell people to do is learn how to just breathe, even physically breathe in. It's going to train your mind to stay calm, to start connecting the dots, to start looking at every single aspect, things that are moving around so you can find a solution out of it. So when you're ready to close that door, you got to eventually you just got to make this leap, close the door, and then start making small steps. Think, breathe. It's like you've been let out of the house after this whole pandemic. You need to look around and observe the environment. All right, where am I? What's happening? What do I need to do? And I really love the acronym you gave us earlier, minor adjustments, major improvements. And I feel like that really captures the ditch the job journey where you are doing some stuff on the side to start with, but you really have to see the side thing as your future full-time thing because you have to know like when you shut that door, like what are you walking towards next? So having that vision of where you're heading. And I think part of the reason people get stuck, I know Robert, you help people with this is true value. I feel like people don't know their true value. I feel like a lot of people underestimate themselves or they don't focus on the skills that they are truly good at that can get them out of their job or can accelerate their businesses even more. So I'm wondering how do we get better at discovering our true value so we are able to put our time into the right areas? Mm -hmm. That's good. You know, even as we discover our true value, a thought just came to my mind. You know, there's nothing that we do in life that we just do off the spur of a moment. Okay, let me not say nothing. But let's say you want to go out and buy a new car or you want to buy a new jacket or you want to buy a new pair of shoes. You start visualizing yourself in that shoes. You start planning your life around that shoes. You, you make space in your house for that shoes. You know, you make space in your, in your closet for that jacket or whatever it is. And it's the same thing that happens, you know, building up the side house. So you have to start making space for that mentally, financially, emotionally in your life for you to take a hold of it. And now when you want to discover your true value is you have to learn how to trust yourself. You have to learn how to listen to what's listen and, 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 and discover what's going on inside of you, what you have to bring out to the world, as opposed to reflecting from outside in. Creativity helps us to do that because creativity helps you to dig deep, to figure out what am I really thinking? What am I observing? What am I seeing? 
too often we look at we look at what's happening outside of us, what everyone else is doing. Then when we look inside of us, we see something different than what we see outside. Then we start saying, no, I don't think I match here. Well, obviously you're not going to match there because you have something different to offer. And that's where your value comes in. What do you have over and above these guys? It's not a simple linear equation where these guys have two, I have three, so I'm better than them. No, these guys might have two. You might even have one, but your combination of one or your composition of one is much different than that than the, the two. So we keep comparing. This guy has a degree. He has this. He lives in this place. He has so many things going for him. So we start adding up points. And it's, it's this performance-based mindset that we have and that's what really impacts our value and we need to move away from looking at our value based on performance a point system this guy has a degree and everything going for him no it's not about that it's not just about what someone has going for them but what you have that you can offer because what's the difference between the person who has a degree than you he had a better opportunity or maybe he scored better in a test that doesn't mean that you're that he's smarter than you or you're not smart it just means that he took advantage of opportunities or so many other factors, but you can get to that point. You can make steps that can take you to that place. And a few key branches of that. I mean, just looking at yourself from the inside, because outside you can hear people saying that, oh, you should do this, you should be that, but you have to look internally and that's where the creativity piece comes in. Looking internally allows you to figure out what am I good at and what am I truly passionate about? Because the stuff you're truly passionate about is the stuff that you have no problem with getting better and better at. And mm-hmm. a key theme here is also this tendency for people to compare. And you could especially see this from a job transition standpoint where it's easy for people to compare money, houses, cars, and all of these external forces while it's more important to just look inward. But I feel like we're primed to look outward, compete, and competition's good, but from the sense of comparison and feeling like you are in a position of lack of not having because someone else may have more of something than you, even if it has no, no relationship with what you're truly passionate about. So how can we look more inwardly and stop comparing ourselves with other people? You, you've said it so, so well. The, the comparison is what really kills us. And in, in order for us to be able to look inwardly, we need to remove what's blocking us from looking inwardly. You know, we use the expression tap into your creativity and a number of people could be tapping into their creativity, trying to figure out what's inside, but there's a blockade. There's something that's blocking you and you need to remove those limits. That's the number one way you can start looking inside because whatever is inside is not hiding. What's, what's happening is that something is blocking you from seeing it. So what's blocking you from seeing what's truly inside of you? How did you, or how do you awaken, um, that value that you have inside of you. This is what I say. If you're not doing scary things, you're not growing. You have to be willing to put yourself in a scary position. You you have to challenge where you are, move out of your comfort zone. That's how you know your true value. Let me give you an example. I would never have known I'm a speaker unless I put myself on a stage, scared little boy. I, I shook, 
I was sweating. I, I, I really, I just couldn't speak in public. I absolutely couldn't. But until I put myself in that position, a scary, vulnerable position, I never would have realized what my value is. And, and that's in speaking. And as I started developing that skill more, I started off very horribly. As I started developing the skill, trusting my confidence more, I could see the impact I would have on people. So that, that, that's what we have to do. We have to be able to put ourselves in a scary position so that we can awaken that sleeping giant inside of us, which is our true value. And I love how Robert says, it's not that it's hiding in you, it's something in you is blocking you from seeing it. So that could be a confidence issue. That can be you really being committed on one path so like commitment's good, but if you're so committed to one path that you don't see other options, like sometimes it's good to step back. And when you step back and you're not working, that's when the creativity shines. Like uh, you, you could testify to this, Robert. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, but I feel like my most creative moments, it was when I'm just sitting down writing stuff in my notebook. It's not when I'm like doing an interview or creating a video, writing a book. The most creative moments happen when you're just sitting down and writing stuff down or sitting down and not doing any work. I'd love to hear if that's true for you too. Absolutely. It happens when I'm playing with my children or I'm just, I'm in the gym or I'm just doing something that is not necessarily active. And I champion for this. I, I say that we need to uh, make thinking a priority in our lives over doing. We're so focused on doing things, you know, being busy, going somewhere. And our actions need to be a consequence of our thoughts. But we have it the other way around. <laughs> we want our actions to dictate our thoughts. And that's not going to happen. And that's, that's one challenge I have with motivation. You know, when you want to motivate yourself because you're trying to force yourself to do something to change the way you think. And, and that can, we're just not wired that way. Science tells us it doesn't happen that way. You have to first get the thinking right and then the actions will come. So this is what happens when you get the thinking right and you start doing the actions, even when you're not doing that action, because you've already established the thinking, the ideas will come when you're not really doing something. When, like what you said, you're just reading a book or you're sitting down, you're relaxing, you know, just, just, just doing something that's not necessarily related to forcing yourself to come up with an idea. And, and the great thinkers, the great Einstein's of this world, that's exactly what they did. As a matter of fact, Einstein only went into the lab to test something that came to his mind. He didn't go to the lab and say, today I want to discover something. He would just be playing an instrument or taking a walk. And then a thought comes to his, 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 his head and he was like, whoa, okay, that's a good idea. Let me go to the lab and see if I can build something around that thought. And right there, it's just an example. I mean, Einstein, like I feel like a lot of people, they just see him for all the discoveries he's had in the science, but uh, like it's the music that like it's yeah. during those moments where you come up with ideas when you're not locked in. Like there's a time to be locked into work. There's time to be locked in on creativity and thinking new ideas. And I think really throughout this whole episode, there's been a big theme around internal versus external. If you need external motivators, external forces, and you rely on those, it's not going to work out well. If you use the internal forces, like what you truly think, what you truly believe, and have that internal motivation to get something done for the sake of getting it done and having that impact on your life, those internals, 
that is going to push you a lot more forward. And if you are looking to unleash your creativity to that next level, Robert's definitely your guy. So where do we go to keep following your work and journey? All right, you can check me on my website, www.robertabelle.com. Uh, you can check me on various social media platforms. LinkedIn is like one of my number one. Um, Robert Bell, ACCA. Um, that's on LinkedIn. Or you can get me on Instagram, Robert underscore Agufana. Agufana is A-G-U-F-A-N-A. We will have those links down below in the show notes. You guys check out Robert and his work. Also, a strategy call link for people who want to talk with me about podcasting, YouTube, or self-publishing. Robert, though, thank you once again for coming on Ditch the Job. It was a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to have been here.